Welcome to the Whitetail Obsession Podcast with Dave Richman and co-host Chris Worthing, where we talk and teach everything deer and turkey hunting related. Follow along as we help teach you tips and techniques about hunting, food plots, and habitat management strategies that everyone can use. What's up? Start us up. Here I go again. It's your turn. Again. All right. Episode 29. We are going to talk about fall Two, blends. Nine. Fall blends, what to plant and when to plant them. That's right. It's getting that, it's getting that time of year. And you can all send me your questions because Dave don't know how. Nope. He's going to ask me. So, Dave. Hey, yeah. How you What's doing? Up? I'm doing good, man. It's, it's burning hot. up outside. Yeah, it's, it's hot like the hinges it, of hell right here. It's boiling outside. Yes. It's uh, 94 right now. Oh, my. What do I hey. got? Let's see what I got. It just rained. It downpoured. But it's yeah. okay. Seventy nine. It went down to since it rained. Wow, man! But tomorrow's supposed to be hot. the hottest. Tomorrow's supposed to be the hottest day we had so far. It's supposed to be like ninety six tomorrow. So wow, it makes it's it boiling hard. out. Yeah, makes it hard on people that work. Yeah, but like me. good for your screening if you just planted it like I did. Oh yeah, they love that heat. So yeah, I don't. I don't work no more. You're lazy. Yeah, I don't work anymore. No You're at I'm the a, desk with donuts. I'm a I'm a hundred percent full time YouTuber. Yeah, okay. That's my income. Okay. I got an email. I got a, a text today. It said that a kid that was working with me for a while. He said, "I haven't seen you in a while." He said, "But I see you all over the internet." He said, "I thought maybe you went full time." I said, "No." I'm nowhere near full time. I hear that. <laughs> um, so epi- uh, episode, this is number 29. Yep. 28. Okay. It's released on Sundays. And yep. usually we have the most downloads on Monday morning, I assume, mm-hmm. because people are going to work. So they listen to it. Um, last Monday was the highest viewed podcast that we've ever had. Nice. In one day. So that's cool. And then if everybody remembers on 28, I said on episode 29, we're going to be talking about what to plant and when to plant it, exactly what those dates on the bag mean, um, the difference between planting brassicas, you know, with bulbs too early, too late, too thick, too thin, um, and cereal grain timeframes and, uh, and all that. And it has nothing to do with a date on the bag and and all that so we want to clarify some of that stuff and hopefully give a little people a little bit more you know ideas on when they should be planning their fall food plots yep all right and it's not domain specific no it's not domain specific um but i do have a jug here just because it has dates on it and right. i think i think legally when a seed company makes sell seed, they have to put that on there. I don't know. Um, Possible. I think they have to put a certain amount of things on there. But like, for instance, you know, this is not a fall blend. But for instance, this says in the north plant May to July. That's mm-hmm. a huge difference. Yeah. So, you know, May. Time where frame. Huge time frame. Uh, it says central May to August. And then south June to September. So. It's a huge time frame. So let's break it down. Let, I think let's start with uh, 
that specifically when you buy a jug or a bag or whatever it is of brassicas that thing tells you to plant say july to september yeah what does that mean for you specifically because yeah they should be looking at the seed tag anyhow <clears throat> i mean uh, some of these places around here um had had tags on their bags and it tells you a lot of different information and one of them is the the uh collection date mm -hmm. um and if there's multiple tags stacked on top of each other, automatically you know that bag is old. Mm -hmm. Avoid it like the plague. Old seed. Old seed. Last yeah, year's a, or the year before's, and they just re-tagged it. Yeah, it's seed they didn't sell. It's, it sat there inside, which it's not yeah. bad seed. It's just going to lose no. germination rates. Right. So how much? It may. It I may mean, not. But right. I mean, who knows? But You're at risk. Yeah, Buyer beware. Right. It's not. Yeah. It's not the freshest seed you can buy. No, um, no, but I mean, you go in and you find these seed tags and check it out on the back. Make sure there's not a lot of filler material, um, coating. I mean, a, a lot of seed is coated though. Um, more of the springtime, spring and summer stuff is more coated, mm -hmm. but some of the fall stuff's coated, like the beets and things like that. Um, see what the ratio of all that is and it's listed right on the on the tag um mm -hmm. look and see what you you know have a have a plan what you want to plant look for a specific seed that uh a blend that you would like to include in your plots and just check it over real good see what it is see what the germination rate is um what else can we say about the tag well, let's talk about the dates. Yeah, so, the, the wide you know, range of dates. Yeah, so when somebody sees that it with a two to three month span that's on the thing, when does that person plant? You know what I mean? Because to me, you don't go by that. It's just a general. It is specific to your area too. I mean, right. obviously. <clears throat> it's very specific to your area. Um, you know, I go by time frame before frost. I just back up from everybody has a, you know, an average frost date. You know, you have one, the last frost date in the spring and you have a frost date in the, in the fall. Now where I'm at, it's like, you know, right around the end of October, like the 25th of October, you could have a frost. So I'll take that and then back it up a certain amount of weeks. And that's when you should be planning now. Well, that's specific to whatever blend you're planning too. Like if it has oats yes. or something in it and you're expecting an early frost uh, the oats are going to die and you have to prepare for that yeah so for brassicas i generally look at like 55 50 to 60 days before frost if i'm planting brassicas if i'm planting a cereal grains such as the wheat oats and rye i tend to plant that 30 to 40 days before frost if you if you plant the grains too early a lot of times they won't hit it. It gets too mature and stemmy and then it just matures and the deer really don't touch it. So if you plant it later into the fall, you know, within that 30 day time frame, that they'll hit it and they'll keep it, you know, mowed yeah. down so it and doesn't it mature. It but yeah, the dates are kind of funny though. Like 
if you look at some of the blends, they have like spring planting dates too. Mm -hmm. I don't know too many people that plant them in the spring, but there is, there is a certain advantage to doing that though. If you, if, if someone really wants to do that, they can plant that stuff in the spring and, and then use it for plow down. Yeah. It'd be a good, pot, be a good organic matter. Oh, for sure. The bulbs but, and stuff. But people don't think about that. You know, spring plantings, they're thinking just clover and alfalfa and chicory type things. Right. Buckwheat you know? or something. Yeah. I mean, they, they could use it in the spring. That's why they include that. I mean, if someone might have been confused by it, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Just thought yeah. I'd mention it. Let's talk about um, about the brassicas, you know, growing the big purple top turnips when they yeah. get too planting, you know, too early in the summer. Mm -hmm. um, when you get the big bulbs and stuff. And, yeah. and how they, you know, could affect the deer eating them because they're too, too big and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, a <clears> lot <throat> of these celebrities you see on YouTube or, or Facebook that are taking all these money shots out in the middle of their field with these big pumpkin size turnips and things, you know, I mean, when they're doing that type of thing, it's usually before season starts. And if they're that big before season starts, uh, the, the, the tubers and the bulbs and things themselves are probably going to be too hard and, and, uh, too hard and not attractable. Really. They'll be past mm -hmm. maturity. Now the greens might still be attractable. I don't know. You know, I never planted anything that early to, to be able to really tell you for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's the, the leafy part can get, uh, too mature too you know too big and stuff and um well, not only that but the pest the you know the bugs will start eating at it yeah and it'll diminish that way too yeah i mean there's obviously got to be a balance i guess between planting yeah. it and uh and just because you get like one little frost the brassicas aren't aren't going to stop growing you know no. they're still, they're still going to keep going it's when you get the several days of hard frost that's going to set the, the growing back yeah. um, and, or stall it completely. But um, there's got to be a bounce. And I think a good number of that is like, you know, 55 or something, 60 days before frost. Um, if you don't know when your frost date is, just simple Google search. It'll tell you um, there's all kinds of weather apps and historical data that you can look at for um, for frost and things. And um, that's that's typically what I do. Forty you know, 55, 60 for the brassicas and 30 to 40 with the grains. Now, I don't have a problem in my area um, with, with the green tops at any point in time, the deer will eat them. Mm -hmm. You hear a lot of people say, oh, I planted these brassicas and the deer don't touch them till a frost. You know, that brings out the natural sugars and the carbohydrates and then they hammer the heck out of them. Mm -hmm. Well, in my area, I don't know. I've, I don't know why, but as soon as mine start developing those big upper leaves, mm -hmm. they start eating them then, you know? Yeah. Well, you're in, you're in a big wood setting. Yeah. I mean, I, and, there's, the and there's not a lot of good browse in my area. So. Right. And the old farm was like that too. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yes. They, they, they start on them as soon as they, you know, start to form all the leaflets. And that's another reason why uh, I plant a little heavy because I like the stem count 
Mm -hmm. I'm not so worried about the bulb size or the tuber size. Um, a lot of times I'll just get like golf ball size, golf ball or tennis ball size bulbs. You have but golf ball size balls. They still come for them. You know, they still come for them. You missed my joke. I'm, I I skipped your joke. I know you did. You were horrible. It's okay. Somebody will find it funny. Repent, you sinner. Hunt your own state. <laughs> so, yeah, I like the stem kind. I plant, I spread a little heavy. I don't know. Yeah, I'll roll it up. But if they want those big ones, go buy the recommendation on the bag and spread lightly. And yeah. have, let them have space. I know, I got a bug flying around in here, too. Uh yeah, let them have space. It's kind of like the old goldfish analogy. You know, you you, mm -hmm. you put a couple goldfish in a bowl, they don't get very big. But if you yeah. just put one goldfish in that one big bowl, that sucker will grow big. Same thing. Yeah, you can you can offset it too. You know, you can if you want to plant early, then just plant more seed and that'll prevent it from getting the giant bulbs. Mm -hmm. You know, you can plant because you'll crowd it all together. If you want the big bulbs, then like you said, plant uh, thinner and you'll get the bigger bulbs because they got space to grow. You'll get bigger heads yeah. on them and things like that. The only thing I don't like about that is you may have a little weed competition. Yeah. But in the fall, you have a lot less, obviously. Mm -hmm. But in a situation I'm in, in old past pasture, every time I break ground, I get more ragweed. Yeah. yeah ragweed and chickweed seems to right. pop up so i like to plant heavy shade the dirt so that the so that i get what i'm planting as my crop and not mm -hmm. the weeds yeah yeah so but what exactly are you planting this year this fall no bs no, no BS, bs is yeah it's it's a grain and turnip and purple top clover and chicory that's what no okay. bs is so the oats will come up and we'll nurse everything, first of all, and it'll come up, nurse everything, keep moisture in the ground, and they will start to eat on that first, take the browse pressure off of everything else. And then everything else will come up, and it is very attractable. I've been using it now. What have we been third, using this now? Third year? Three, third year? Three? three years so last year every deer i shot was out of a node bs plot really yes every every one yep i shot those couple over there at at the destination plot and i shot the buck to here below the house and i had it down there also nice so yeah uh, and it's just been good for me the last couple of years i've really poked some does out of it and it'll it comes back in the in the spring too. In the spring, that clover pops right back up. I've got a lot of good regrowth over there right now from the green mile that I planted along my woods line last year, and uh, it is high, high, high clover right mm -hmm. now. So this year, I'm um, doing something a little bit different um, for my fall plot. I'm planting um, motherlode okay. from the main which is a mix of uh, soybeans, some buckwheat, some peas, and things. I'm planting that right around third week of August. 
and that's going to be green all the way into you know october um and then i'm just going to overseed it with uh hall pass okay that's hall pass be, is loaded with grains yeah that's going to be my strategy this year um because i'm you know it, it's a new area and new to me within uh with with the ag area it's just mm-hmm. full ag and uh with talking with mike and things like that that's that's going to be my strategy this year well and that's what i was saying earlier it depends on what your plan is and your plan is you want it to be green in the spring mm-hmm. you know so you're going to plan a little later you know if if they plan it earlier than that it's just going to compete with your fall plot and yeah, they're going to start to eat it, and it'll be there in the spring. But it just all depends on what this, your plan is. Yeah, this will be there in the spring. Hall pass. Well, That'll come sure. back. I want the, sure. the beans, peas, and uh, the buckwheat and things to be attractive yes. for, for early into the fall. And then this will take over after the beans and peas and buckwheat either die off or get eaten, um, eaten down to the ground. And that's something to mention, too, <clears throat> now that you've said the word buckwheat. A lot of people don't realize that the attractability of it's pretty pretty darn good when it's tender yeah yeah and and people first coming up you can really you can really take advantage of that in the fall too everybody thinks it's just for spraying and building soil and all that well the attractability of it for the deer is is immense yeah you know it's a good thing to have in a blend in the fall i mean really you could plant buckwheat three (laughs) times a year. Well, you you can plant it any time of the year as long as there's not frost or frost. Yeah. Really, you could let it. You could plant it, let it go for forty days, till it under. Plant it again forty days, till it under. Plant it again forty days, till it under. If you're really trying to build that that uh, organic, organic matter up matter. in the soil, yeah. it'll um it'll really build it up. And like I said, down in the south, you could get get away with four to five. Oh man! I mean, they could have it all year. All year, they could. I mean. The further you go, but man, imagine imagine living down south. You could have something. I couldn't green. imagine having food plots all year. Yeah, all year long. I'd be broke. Me too. I'd be broke. I'd be planting yeah. everything. I'd just be planting clover and stuff in the fall. <sighs> let that go all the way until you know spring green up. And I'd be planting. You, you couldn't afford to plant blends. Yeah, I'd be planting buckwheat and uh, just Jeez. Pe- beans and peas and. I mean, because I just think of all my time and my fuel and the tractor. And, you mm-hmm. know, gee, I, I rack it up. Yeah. For sure. So that's my strategy this year, you, that you have your strategy. And hopefully that uh, that narrows it down for people is don't pay attention to the dates on the bag. Go by. It's, yeah, it's all relative to where you live yes. and, and your frost. Go, yes, go by your frost date back up from your frost date that's mm-hmm. when you plant food plots I, there's so many videos i have on youtube i think you have some too yeah, um about just it makes sense just back up from that frost date six weeks five weeks you know four four weeks or so for your grains and then five six weeks for your brassicas and i'm it's much better that way yeah. you don't need the giant bulbs um it's just not i mean there's really no no use for it. One thing I want to mention is the fall plots usually is very small seed. Mm-hmm. And a lot of failure is people burying them too deep. Mm-hmm. You don't, 
you don't necessarily need to pack it. You don't necessarily need to roll it. This year, I'm to avoid breaking more ground and causing more weed. I'm I've already broke the ground. I'm gonna I'm gonna rip it up one more time. I'm gonna drag it with the drag chain harrow, smooth it all up, and let it sit for a couple weeks. And any green that comes up, I'm gonna go over and spray. And then I'm just gonna go over and spread my no BS right on top. Mm-hmm. You know, and I should be good. Now the only thing that's in that that isn't so small is the oat. I'll probably lose some oat to the to the crows. <laughs> but well last year um it was funny because i planted uh i planted overhaul in the summer and i basically mowed that and then lightly disked it under you know mm-hmm. in in the in the plots and i didn't drag it i didn't roll it i didn't uh crimp it i didn't do anything i left all that duff kind of on top yeah i overseeded bombshell and comeback kid into that. I didn't do nothing else. Mm-hmm. And everybody said the food plot wouldn't grow. And I made a video titled the food plot that everyone said wouldn't grow. Oh. And I updated it four weeks later. And it was the most beautiful food plot. I would put it up against anybody. Mm. And it just grew and grew and grew. There was no rolling. There was no... Uh, nothing you know um you don't have to pack it down all that stuff um the seeds are so small they just fell right they fell right down in there it rains yep the the duff is there to hold the seed and stuff in place and um you know especially like if you're on my air my plots are on a very slight hill like this very slight if i didn't have any duff on there and it was just full of dirt, smooth dirt that I took a roller and just rolled it flat as a pancake. That seed would just roll right off. It would be like concrete. And that's very bad. But now that the duff is in there, it prevents that soil from getting compacted because you have all the grass, whatever is in, you know, buckwheat and stuff, the duff that's in there to keep it from compacting. And I didn't roll it. There was no tractor tires compacting the soil and, things like that and um i mean it was it was amazing yeah that's i mean that's relative to seed size too you know mm-hmm. yeah obviously you can, soybeans you, you're not you gonna can, do that you can you can pack and roll and all that stuff with the bigger seeds oh i'm packing you know you can pack that stuff but i got my i got my clip i got my nine. Oh, stop it he's carrying heat carrying heat but yeah i mean you can you can get away with doing all that stuff with the bigger seed, but these little brassica seeds and clover seeds, that stuff, you throw that, that out on top, yeah, let it rain. Much. Yeah. Throw it out before the rain. Mm-hmm. Make sure you got rain in the forecast and throw it out right before the rain and Definitely. you're, you're going to have a plot. Yeah. It's no fail. I mean, really. Yeah. Beans, peas. I mean, as long as it's dirt. Yeah. You know, the bigger seeds, you definitely got to get them covered up. Um, to get them, to get good germination, but like the clover, um, buckwheat, buckwheat does fairly well. You know, you don't have to really cover that too much, but, um, 
clovers, chicory, alfalfa, brassica seeds, all that. You don't have to do much. No. Like yeah. my screening, the incognito. Yeah, screen, they're small seeds. I turned I turned the uh, chain drag harrow over to the smooth side. Mm-hmm. And I drug that once I spread it. But yeah. if you read up on that, it says three quarter to nothing. What inch? Inch. Yeah. Three quarter to nothing. So it don't have to be very deep. No. So I just went ahead and just used the smooth side. Does it say it right on that jug? Half inch or less. That one says half inch. Okay. Yeah, half inch or less. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, and then my fall food deep. plot. I'm also spraying this dirty deeds. I will as well. That, I will spray a... dirty deeds at planting. Yes, this fall. Now I will say. Me and you have no history with this. We do not. It's I trust Domain. I I like their products, but we are using this for the very first time this fall. Same it, as their topical spray. The oh, liquid courage. Liquid yeah. courage. We're we're doing testing with that. I got yep. tissue analysis testing going on and and all that. So um Yep, it's gonna be our, a first for both of us. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see the uh after effects now for sure i'm planning two plots for my fall all right i i want to take this and i i want to spray just one side okay but i don't want to because (laughs) i like i want to spray both of it yeah you know you know what i mean like i don't i don't want to just test one side i want to i want to do both so i don't i don't know what i should do you know maybe the listeners be like hey dave like we just want you to do to one side for us. Just do one side, test it, document it. I don't know. What are you gonna do? I'm just gonna spray it all. I'm gonna spray it all, and because I've yeah. no, I know what no BS looks like. Yeah. And I'll be able to tell if this stuff's working or not. You know, which I'm sure it will. I mean, they've done enough testing and stuff. I'm, I'm sure I should see something different. Yeah, you know, from spraying all that. You know what's yeah. crazy? You know what's crazy? Uh, off the subject. Remember, I tried to plant switchgrass a couple years ago, and it was a, and it was a fail. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see it growing, mm-hmm. or at least I didn't think I saw it growing. Well, you ought to see out there now. Two years later, right? Switchgrass. <laughs> it's two years later. Mm-hmm. I got a row of switchgrass coming on the edge of my plot. It goes up through the feed plot here in the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got a row of it. Because I started, uh, like, the neighbors below me don't cut that. And I reworked the dirt and put my incognito in there. But there's a line. That is, there's a property line there. And all the seed that was right on the property line. To where they quit mowing and where I quit on their side, they quit mowing up against me and where I quit breaking dirt for my incognito to go in. There's just a, a pat, I don't know, a couple feet wide there where nobody's touched. I've got switchgrass growing. Nice. Switchgrass it, is slow growing. And I even sprayed it with gly because mm-hmm. I thought it was weeds <laughs> this spring. I hit it with gly and it didn't do a thing. Didn't even yellow it. Nice. I, I don't know what happened there. I don't know. Can you? 
I thought you. I thought switchgrass was grass and Gly would kill it. No, Gly should kill it. That's what I thought. I swear this stuff bounced because I took my picture of this app and I went over and I took a picture of it and it said it was switchgrass. Hmm. Totally took me off guard. Nice. You know who we got to get on here before hmm. the before fall planning? We got to get Mike on here. Hmm. I gotta, yeah. I gotta contact him, get Mike on here, and uh, get him to go over some stuff. Yeah, we ought to. Maybe even get Tim, or one, or, one or the other. It don't matter which. Yeah, but that that one time we did that four way, that was cool. If yeah, we can get them, get them all on at the same time. Yeah, I don't know if we'll be able to do that again, but definitely get one of them. Right. Yeah, well, I'll work on that. Um. But yeah, guys, so that uh, hopefully that helps you out with uh, planting dates. Don't go by the, the data or the, the calendar thing on the on the seed tag. Go by your frost date, back up, you know, anywhere from four to six weeks. That's when you plant. So that's uh, episode 29. Yeah, there's there's a certain company out there that has dates inside and all their mailings and everything. And on mm. the back of their bags, they show regions and have dates. And mm-hmm. remember, I told you the one certain fella told that one guy he was he was three days too late or something. He couldn't plant that now. <laughs> and I yeah. just laughed. I yeah. laughed. He was he was outside the date of planting, so now he had because to because they're going by the the thing. It's like, <laughs> what does three days late have to do with something that's three months long yeah you got a three-month window to plant it and you're now you're three days late he told me oh, you can't plant that now it's it's past due <laughs> i was rolling yeah that's crazy <laughs> hilarious yeah well hopefully hopefully that helps somebody yeah definitely and um that's wrapped up so we'll see um okay. we'll see that's everybody 29. on um number 30 number 30 holy smokes yeah 30 cruising right along yes we are show me some well, money yeah, show me some money. Hunt your own state. <laughs> yeah, I won't be. All right, guys. Um, hunt your state. I'm hunting Dave's state this year. Yep. Yes, he is. And you're going to get beat up. Nah, I'm going to shoot a 60-pound sick of dough. You're a non-resident. They hate you. <laughs> Don't be telling them guys down there now you're non-resident. They're going to – they will beat you up. Oh, you just up. did. You just did. I did. You told, Oops. You told them I was coming. Oops. Oops. Now I'm coming back with a black eye and a 60-pound sick of dough. And a, and a bloody nose. I had that yesterday. Zach, too. He's going to come back beat up. Yep, he's a PA guy. All right. Episode 29, guys. We'll see you on number 30.